Baraduti. Welcome to this episode of Nerdables. This week we lost a Star Wars icon, Batwoman lost its bat, the world prepares for the Snyder Cut, Star Wars war writer Gary Widow wants Danny Trejo in The Mandalorian, and did Quill freeze Han Solo? I'm R.A. Ray. Welcome to the cat. He had to think about it for a little I bit. Like, pause, like, wait, who am I talking about? Because <laughs> he's either going to say Danny DeVito again or he's going to say Danny Bonaduce. I, I so thought I was going to say Danny Bonaduce. Like, wait, who the hell is it? I like the song in the beginning, but boy, does it get annoying when you have to play it four times in a row. I know, right? Because, <laughs> you know. Uh. <laughs> so I can see Chris is outside enjoying the day. Ethan is still quarantined in his room, and that beard is looking mighty fine, friend. Thank you. That's your I birthday tried. beard. That is my quarantine beard. Quarantine. It's a good you thing home? you don't can't fly anywhere because you're not getting on a plane. I'm telling you. <laughs> between between the beard and the hair, my hair's grown out quite a bit too. Yeah. In the wrong places, though. <laughs> I mean, you got be... a big spot right there in the front still. You're gonna be in a room yeah, for like well. an hour. It doesn't grow there anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> this is what happens when you get older. So yeah, you start using Rogaine. You start using Rogaine while you're in quarantine, and then you come out and you have hair like mine that's just down to your shoulders. <laughs> and then when you stop, it just falls out again. <laughs> when you brush it one time, it's gone. <laughs> Pretty much. As long as I have enough hair, that when I'm headbanging now, I can actually feel a difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's the episode of Big Bang Theory when Sheldon needs a haircut. <laughs> and there's like one hair that's coming midway down his uh, his scalp, and he's going <laughs> one out of play. Oh, so um, I thought we'd start out with some sad news this week. Um, <laughs> As you're laughing through it, I know I, I'm that I'm losing my hair. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty sad actually. But so we took four takes to get the to get the intro. Yes. I always wonder, like we always say, welcome to this week's Nerdables. Are we welcoming the next week's Nerdables? Like. Well, if we keep walking them to this week. Every week is this week. Yeah, but it's like, of course it's this week. They know that. So we're like, welcome to Nerdables. But if we welcome them to next week's, it's not, I mean, it's not next week. Exactly. So it's like, welcome to next week's Nerdables. But if you're not going to see you next week, week, then you don't have to say this week. (laughs) Either that or we just have to have to be recording for the entire week. It's obvious that it's this week's Nerdables. And even then, we don't record every week. It's like, welcome to a new Nerdables. This is a production meeting we're having on the air. So, Ken Nightingale, the boom operator best known for Pink Shorts Boom Guy, passed away this week at age 92. And he's been famous since he was 90. Yeah, I know. It's like became a thing, well, maybe three years ago. I think the 40th anniversary is when it started popping up in social media that he was, these pictures of this dude with, with hot pink shorts and... And carrying the boom mic, and then all of a sudden he became an internet thing. Because he became everybody... a cosplay. Yeah. At Star Wars Celebrations, we... everybody was starting to dress up as this guy and walk around in a pair of pink tight shorts and carry oh, yeah. a boom. 
Remember when nerds went to comic conventions and not like dude bros who were ripped like crazy and could pull off the cosplay of I'm in just a pair of pink shorts and everybody likes me? Well, you remember when at Comic-Con, uh, when 300 was coming out on Blu-ray and they had... Uh, well, those were actors. They had the actors there. Those were the only ones yeah. that could dress in it. Yes, because they had to get actors. And now it's just, bro, I love Spider-Man, bro. Right. Now it's everybody's there. tattooed on my inner thigh. He's like my hero. I could bench press eight hundred pounds. Ethan's gonna come out of small. Ethan's gonna come out of quarantine with a really long beard, long hair, and ripped abs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I may have lost weight. I don't think he's ripping his abs. I've I've lost a few pounds. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think you're like, dude. I'm gonna. I think gonna I still have like red. sixty pounds to go to hit a target weight. So it's not. Uh, yeah, I'm not really doing, doing anything miraculous. Sit-ups a night. Yeah, I was like, start shredding it at home, bro. Just get in there and just like start doing sit-ups like crazy, push-ups and crap. Right. But yeah, you're right. No and one knew like, who Ken find, Nightingale was. Go find small was. children on the street and bench press them. No one knew who Ken like, Nightingale was until those pictures started to show up of you know around the 40th when they started putting out these. Yes, uh, not letting not many behind the scenes pictures. The boom operator is for any film. Right. I'm pretty sure no one's like you know what the boom operator for Incredible Hulk is named John. Carpenter or something. He was a world famous director. <laughs> John Carpenter like, went from directing to boom operator, <laughs> and he ended up being the boom operator. Yeah, for the well, Hulk? nobody nobody does any of those films anymore. He's like, I don't want to do superhero films. And they're like, Hey, you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll show you. I'll be boom operator. Exactly. He's got to get some money somewhere. He's hey, you know what? Kid. The boom operator has a hard job. Think about it. He's got to stand I'm not there. Sure whether they have a hard job or not, it's just. The idea of like, well, no one knew he was the boom operator until three years ago. Like, well, no, no S. Nobody knows who the boom operator is. Oh, they do as soon as that boom drops into the camera and you see it in, in the final take. They still well, no, don't know who the operator is. Yeah, because <laughs> they... that operator got fired. He's not on the credits anymore. Hey, so um, yeah. sad news in the CW world this week. Uh, Ruby Rose has left the role of Batwoman behind. And yet, the CW is going to push forward. They are going to push forward. And they're going to have a new Batwoman for season two. Her name is Rose Ruby. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's a lot of speculation as to why Ruby Rose left, because... Uh, There's a lot of speculation, and then there's a lot of, uh, you know, edgelords that are like, the reason she left is because they didn't make the show trans enough for her because her agenda is to make sure that everyone is accepting stupid gay people. That's that's the, that's the keyboard warrior one I really like. That, that's the stupid reason. considering how many characters in there are, you know, female characters in there are I, just, lesbian. Trust me, these are all people that never watched it. They They're just all hot lesbians, too. That she was, that she was uh, cast for it, that it was something... Well, that's Again, right. When, when, when and she and was cast, people right. were upset. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. There, there is an agenda there in putting um, minorities and, and people of different sexual orientations and, and genders in there. And the agenda is to get more people to watch it. So mm-hmm. that's they are right in that case. Yeah, it's but they, when she was hired, everybody was like, well, she's not you know, a lesbian. Why are they making, you know... Kate Kane, a lesbian, no one apparently read the comic book, but then they were like, well, Ruby Rose isn't gay. She's bi. Well, you know, they need a lesbian to be in that role. 
And it's like, are you kidding me? Just you know, accept the fact well, that you're getting a Batwoman show. Well, first they're also of all. it's also going to be um, they're going to be surprised to find out that most people who play gay on TV and movies are not gay. Yeah. You have a lot of people who aren't gay or even bi who will uh, play gay or bi on a TV series or a movie because it's called acting. <laughs> is it? Yes. That's what it's called. Well, the reason Whoa. You, you put her in is she's also, I mean, she was big in the gay community and she was someone who, you know, even well before that, I can't even think of like, what's the first role that people really attached to her? Orange is the New Black. Is, is yeah. that what it is? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, she, there was a lot of you know, gay lesbian thirst for her at the time. So it made sense for that role. People knew who she was. She's been in a couple of movies. She was in the, uh, the Oscar nominated, the Meg. She was in pitch perfect um, three. She was in pitch perfect three. Or is it two? No, two. No, no it's three. three. No, it's three. Two is the German group. That, yeah, that's uh, right. Anna Kendrick, Anna Kendrick falls in love with the lead singer of the DOS Machine. Yes, that's right. And then the right. third one, apparently, she falls in love with Ruby Rose. Yes. Because they basically made the same exact film for two and three. I like those films. One and two are good. I watched a little bit of three, and it's it's terrible. Well, three started to run its course. I mean, you, you, there's only so much you can well, do with Aquapella. All the plot lines are exactly the same. I well, mean, yeah. It's the same thing. Anna Kendrick's going to go off on her own, and she doesn't want to be with the group anymore, and she has this weird sexual attraction to the bad guy group, and, oh, there's an impromptu sing-off or whatever. I mean, whatever. We're over overanalyzing Pitch Perfect 3. But, yes, Ruby Rose was injured at one point. Um, apparently a stunt person was injured. Uh, well, Ruby Rose was, se- was severely injured. injured. She, I mean, That's her- what I'm saying. She was injured. Oh, okay, you, you got to let me finish these things when I'm going through it. She was injured. Her stunt woman was injured. She was Ruby Rose was injured and recovered. Her stunt woman apparently did not. And then there's always the rumors that she's very difficult to work with. I don't know if any of those are true or not, but it's she's uh, the end of it is she's gone and they're going to keep doing it. And, and that's where I think the story is: is that the right decision to recast your main character? Mm-hmm. I think you, you I don't know at this point is. you kind of have to. No, at this point you can cancel the series. I mean, that's really, what, what are you doing? Are you really, Arrow's gone, Legends Tomorrow's gone after this season, right? Is this the last season or is there one more? Uh, they haven't said. Okay. Uh, so you have Flash, Supergirl. Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois, that's kind of the thing for me. Like, Superman and Lois is coming, so maybe just let Batwoman go versus trying to put something, because as far as I can tell from the very little you know, looking around that I did when the story came out is like that woman is not even close to being the one that everybody watches. It still seems to be flash and then Supergirl, and then everything else is kind of in the toilet. And so what are you fighting for? You know, how much money do you want to spend on something that more than likely a lot of people are not going to watch? Well, Batwoman is the lead in for it because of Ruby Rose. They're not going to watch it now. Batwoman is the, the lead in for watching it because Ruby Rose was in it. Those people aren't going to tune in because she isn't. They're all of a sudden going to jump on the second season like, oh, at least Ruby Rose isn't in it. I'll start watching it now. So you're chasing viewers that you're not going to get, and you're already going to dwindle numbers, and so you're going to keep pushing forward rather than do something new, and I don't think that's the right decision. Well, I don't know. Batwoman is the lead-in for Supergirl, and it does well in the ratings for the CW show. 
And uh, you also the other show they also have that they just started up was Stargirl, which they said may or may not be in the Arrowverse. Which seems weird that you would start up that show and not have it be in the Arrowverse, considering you just had this big crisis that went across you know all of DC media. Okay, well, technically everything is in the DC universe. The Arrowverse refers to the specific Earth that Ollie and Barry were on, and the reason that Stargirl wasn't was because it was developed as a DC Universe show. It wasn't developed as a CW show. It was developed as a DC Universe show that CW picked up, just as in the other news this week or last week, that they're airing Swamp Thing or something else. I think we talked about it last week, that Swamp Thing was doing it. The CW needs content. Right. So you're developing it for, for DC Universe. I think, I could be wrong, I think the first episode on CW is actually cut. You know, it's not the full episode from the DC Universe app. So... It was something that I was never intended to be in the Arrowverse from the start. Uh, it was supposed to be DC Universe, and then CW decided to air it the day after Warner Brothers decided to give it to him. Whatever. I mean, it's all owned by the same company, so yeah. So yeah, you've got you've got stuff there. That's the thing that I'm saying. Like, it is how desperate are you to spend a bunch of money on a show that I don't think anyone's going to watch for the second season when you're developing other stuff that may be extremely more popular? You know, make a Constantine show. That's what everybody's been asking for, isn't it? Well, they did that on NBC, but you know, everybody, NBC didn't. It didn't work well with NBC. Yeah, but it's NBC. That's the thing. Is he's been on CW now for what three seasons of Legends of Tomorrow, something like that? Uh, two and a half. A, two and a half. So he plays a great John Constantine. I think if you put CW people in charge of it, it may be more of what people are looking for. I think there was talk about doing, doing it. You know. I'm sure there's there's always rumors that he's going to do it. Um, well, I mean, like CW of, moving forward with one. Yeah, so there you go. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who they cast, if it's someone who looks very different, or if they're trying to find someone of, of Ruby's... Uh, well, that was side. going to be the my next question, I've... was who do you think they would cast in this role? It's someone you don't know. They're going to have to cut corners everywhere. I mean, that's... How much money are you going to spend on that season? That's You're not going to increase the budget. No. Because you get someone new. Um, so it's probably going to be an unknown. It'll be someone that you know had a background role in The Rain or something like that, or The 100, or one of the other 3,000 CW teeny bopper shows. It'd be interesting to me to see if they decide to go with the same sort of look. Um, that's my, my question isn't so much who, but are you going to cast someone? Are you, when you're going into casting, are you like, you have to look a little bit like Ruby Rose, or are they going to go into casting and say, you know what, let's just go completely opposite. We want someone who's, you know, who looks like Gina Carano, someone big and buff and really filled out and can hold her own. Not that Ruby Rose doesn't look tough, but she's a fairly stick figure type of woman. You know, she's very, she's very gangly, not gangly, uh, maybe spindly or sinewy. You know, she looks tough. She's in shape, but she's not big by any means. Well, they pulled a couple of the actors from, uh, the what was it mtv or vh1 no i'm sorry it was e e did the uh the show the royals they pulled a couple <laughs> actors from that and there's a couple girls in that that could possibly come in and do the role or would you hear how about this would you kill off kate kane and have someone else take the mantle no because then everyone will bitch about that yeah Everyone be like, oh, but, but Batwoman is Kate Kane. 
Oh, there's that uh, there's that one girl from uh, the 100, the dark-haired girl that would probably fit in the role. The one with the well. blue eyes? I think so. The the one that's the sister of the main guy that's part of the, the group. I forget her name. But um that girl. Yeah. That girl from that thing that she did. Well, she and she's the only well there's two of them actually. So um, uh, there's I gotta figure out what their name is. Well, are you talking about Marie Avenger Popolis or something? Wow. Yes. Yes. That chick? Yes. Avenger Populous? A V G E R O P O U L O U S. Avenger Populous. Wow. Okay. I think she's Greek. I'm pretty sure she's Greek. She could, Probably. She could definitely do the role. I feel like you, she would probably fit the role. Um, there's the other girl that's on there, too. Um, the other dark-haired girl that's on there, too. I forget her name. Well, he's but, speculating for it, but it really doesn't matter because they'll find whoever they find. Right. But yeah, either, two, either, either one of them. Well, we mentioned, uh, uh, we mentioned last week Alexandria Daddario. She could possibly come in and do the role. She's got she's that look. That. Yeah, she's not doing a CW show. I think she was, in, she was in Baywatch, man. She was in Baywatch. She was in Baywatch. She's not going to stoop down to doing CW shows. I think it's a step up at this point. Nah, it's going to be, dude, Baywatch is hilarious. Um, I, I don't know. Looking at some of her the titles of the last thing she's done, yeah, it's possible that she could be doing this show. She's not going to do it. She, one, for one, she's probably too old. She's like 30. She's um, in She's in Superman Man, Man of Tomorrow as Lois Lane. There you go. So she can't do it. Ta-da. Darren Chris is, is going to be Superman? What is this movie? It's probably oh, one of the animated ones. Yeah, it's an animated Oh, one. it's got to be an animated one. Yeah, Lobo's in it. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor. Wait, Zachary Darren Quinto is... is playing Superman? Zachary Quinto as Lex Luthor. That makes great sense. Zach... Really? Chris is playing... Da- wow. Darren Chris is that Superman. Does, that does not seem like a voice that fits for me. Uh-uh. Maybe I'm wrong. But... It's got Parasite in it. Martian Manhunter's going to be in it. Yeah. So anyways. Is that, some, is that something that's already out, or is it coming out? No, it's a 2020 project. Hmm. So it's the, probably the delayed. The thing sort of feels like. Remember when um, What's-His-Face quit uh that 70s show to go do venom or whatever and they tried to keep that show going oh yes oh yeah toby yeah. Uh, toby grace toe for grace toe for grace, grace. <clears throat> toby mcguire's the other one it's, it's gonna have that same feel to i think it's gonna have a lot of that same feel where it's just you can't really if you watched it so far you're not gonna watch it with somebody else well anytime yeah well that's what that's Beth different said. I think that's different because he was on the show for like six seasons before he left. This has only been a show that's been on for one season, and it's but it, you're replacing it's not, the main character. Still, it's not a side character. It's not like you're replacing her butler or whatever. Remember, you're replacing the main character. It's been one season, but it, she's been on this for two years now. She's been Batwoman for two years because she was part yeah. of the other crossover uh, yeah. before Crisis. So yeah, I don't think she was that good in that either. 
So she's played this for a while now, and there are, like Beth said, she loves this character. She loves this, uh, the show, and I mean, she loved Ruby Rose as the character, and she's like, I don't know if I'll watch season two. I'll, she goes, I'll give it a shot, but I don't know if I'll continue with the, you know, the main character. She's and I, not going to accept anybody else in it when everybody around her is the same. It's, it would, it would I think be that's like what it boils down to. Yeah, and you're not. It's just not going to. That's why I'm saying. Just, I, I don't understand this this desperation move to keep the second season going. Rather, than just saying, you know what, forget it. You did all of your press work was just her. They made a big deal about her. The Ruby Rose is Batwoman. Damn it! Look at the poster. Look at all the the stuff that's on the back of every DC comic for six months. Inside the DC comic, it, 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 all the posters they sent to comic shops to put on the wall. Bus posters, billboards, whatever. She's everywhere. And now second season, you're like, someone who's not Alexandria Daddario is going to play her. Here's her. Like it just. It, I know you could put the wig on, you could put the the contacts in. If it's a different eye color, whatever. But I really, I that show is not going to survive a second season. You can always have Ashley Scott come and do the role, and then that way you have a a Birds of Prey reunion with her and Rachel Scarston. So nope. didn't didn't Ashley Scott's face get beat up by Botox? Yeah, she got she went yeah, from she got, oh, she got yeah. a fight with it for like two years, right? Now it's she she had like a bees attacked her or something. Well, they they did show her, but I I can't remember if they during Crisis I can't remember if they showed her actually her or if they showed the Birds of Prey, you know, uh, old footage. I I can't. I think, it was the old footage. I think it had to be the old footage. It I'm pretty sure it was the old footage. To bring back, you know, because when they wanted to do that crossover and show everything. Mm-hmm. Nicole, I remember that show that I hated. Well, I remember that show I didn't watch. What's funny is when they talked about it, you know, they, they said, oh, yeah, we're going to show the Michael Keaton and everything. They showed the newspaper stand and the yeah. newspaper for the, the Keaton one. Yes. I, I just, again, people who... Our pop culture fans are rarely connected to reality. Michael Keaton's going to come back and do a cameo in Crisis. No, he's not. <laughs> it would cost more than the entire season. Yeah, right? I'm not, not going to do that. <sighs> well, speaking about the DC Universe, apparently the Snyder Cut exists and HBO Max is going to be putting it out next year. Uh, oh, my goodness. Which means that Zack Snyder is going to finish his project. No, he isn't, because he's not allowed to reshoot anything. He's got to use existing footage. He didn't shoot the rest of it. He wasn't like... People have been acting like there was a completed film when they hired Whedon, and there wasn't. It was... uh, Post was shot. But they went back when Whedon... When Whedon took over, he changed... They... they, He he was allowed to change things. That's why they did... all those reshoots. Yeah, and they had to digitally remove Superman's mustache. Yeah, um, but they had they had completed principal photography. Yeah, so he gets twenty million dollars to finish some effect shots and get people into the studio to record some lines, and then you're going to get a movie that is going to be just as an utterly disgusting, smelly, putrid pile of shite that it was before. And all their fans, all the Snyder fans, the dude bros are going to be like, see, I told you so much better. This is better than Avengers. It's better than Endgame. This is better than Citizen Kane. This is the greatest movie that's ever existed. 
in the history of the planet because Scott Snyder did it. I don't get the, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get that devotion. I get the guys who are like Christopher Nolan bros. I get guys that are you know, Landis bros. I, I get those people. Like there's something there. Even the Whedon bros. Like, yes, there's something here and they've been successful, whatever. Zack Snyder, we figured it out. Zack Snyder's had one successful film, and that was 300. Nothing else made a lot of money. Watchmen, mm-hmm. didn't, Watchmen didn't even make its budget back, I don't think. I remember we were looking at that, and you know, you and I think maybe Mikey were way off on, on Watchmen's box office. The box office for even, you know, Day of the Dead was great because much like Michael Bay, it was different at the time. It was like this really crazy you know, super fast, and the editing was great, and the action was good, and then 300 hits. 300 didn't look like anything else at the time. Watchmen you know, shot that whole film against the greens, and then you get Watchmen, and, like, Watchmen is a piece of crap. Watchmen's budget get, was 120, and it did 185.3. There you go. So you figure with 120 and what you have to lose on the back end and everything else, that movie didn't make any money. Nope. That's, that's stupid. It made $65 million more. And isn't it, it wasn't the thing like it has to make twice as much as what the budget was. Yeah, well, look at Spider-Man. Look at Spider the last Spider-Man movie. It did a billion dollars. Sony got 480-some you know, million after it. So they lost mm-hmm. 600, or well, 600 of it went to other places. Yeah. So think about that's that with Watchmen. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's Watchmen was not this blockbuster and yet these guys are just and they're all guys i'm sorry i haven't found a single woman that really loves Zack snyder's stuff it's all dude bros well you know women love really sucker don't. punch so we're gonna yeah, get a lot of sucker women punches. here's a, here's what i think it is it's because a lot of these guys are just tired of seeing you know like marvel movie success continue to grow every single time and they're just tired of hearing about it, and they want Batman and Superman to be great. But no, no, that's so not they'll the guys do whatever. It's not the they'll... guys that love Batman versus Superman. It's the Snyder guys. Everything Snyder has done is this great masterpiece of cinematography and cinema and It's like the Bay guys. And all of this. It's the, yeah. it's, uh, even the Bay guys, I think, gave up after the second Transformers. It's more like Nolan. There's, there's a lot of Nolan guys that are out there. And the only reason I know this is because I didn't realize there were Nolan haters out there. But it's just like Christopher Nolan's, all of Christopher Nolan's films are terrible. And they're all, you know, gimmicks. And they never work. And he uses the same actors and he sucks. And getting into, like, trying to understand why those guys are so anti-Nolan is because there's this subgroup of people that is like Christopher Nolan has done everything. Everything Christopher Nolan does should be the Oscar winner. It should be the super winner of the universe for the year. It should win all the MTV movie awards. I'm going to let you finish, but Christopher Nolan should have won this, whatever. And that subset is all of Christopher Nolan's films are amazing. And then, so there was all these haters. That's I'm not talking about the guys that are like, I'm tired of Marvel's success. So I'm going to pretend that suicide squad makes sense as a film. I'm going to pretend that Superman versus Batman is okay. I'm talking about guys that are like, Zack Snyder is the greatest director that has ever existed in the history of the planet. Those are the guys that have been fighting for this. Those are the guys that have been on the internet with the hashtag, release the Snyder Cut. They're people that, yes, would hate someone like Joss Whedon because his films are significantly different than Snyder's film would be because they have, like, color and dialogue 
and you know there's, there's something in there that that people have um a sort of fun in them so humor that would be humor yeah characters who can speak to one another without growling uh you know oh wait i'm thinking of fast and furious sorry yeah, but here's the thing. Disney Max didn't need... I mean, part of this feels like Disney Max needed Disney something... Max? Disney Max? Excuse me. HBO Max needed something... How drunk are you? <laughs> they needed something big to compete with Disney Plus. Something shocking for people that's going to make them want to get HBO Max. Because, you know, friend, having friends on there isn't big enough for them. You know, because... I get surprised. Right, you know, Big Bang. Having friends on there is probably the biggest thing they'll have. I know, right? You know, the biggest thing they could do if HBO actually really wants a ton of subscribers. There's this thing that I was thinking of for a long time, and it's like, hey, make DC Universe HBO Max. Just Just combine in everybody who's already subscribed to it, because we now have people. You know, one of my friends is dumping DC Universe to go to HBO Max. He's like the, the new stuff on HBO. All the new stuff's going to be there. He's like all these new projects are over there. The Green Lantern projects over there, and this is over there, and this other. One. So it's just stupid. I think DC Universe will get folded into it in the next two years. I don't doubt but it. It's just, yes, it's totally a PR move. But as like Sebastian pointed out on the thread, this isn't happening until like 2022. Like it's it, it's not. It's, who's going to sign up for HBO Max now? Because you're like, hey. In two years, I can see the terrible, the Snyder cut of a terrible Justice League movie. See, to me, it would have been a bigger deal if they said the Game of Thrones show, one of the new Game of Thrones shows is on HBO Max at launch, you know, like Mandalorian. And if you would have had that, then all of a sudden you would have seen a a, problem with HBO Max at launch. There's nothing on it. Nothing new. Nothing new. That's what I mean. It has to be new. That's the same thing. As much as. Disney comes out and you go through that catalog and you go, holy crap, there's a bunch of stuff on here on November 11th. It was because The Mandalorian was on it. It's because Imagineering came out within the first month. Um, mm-hmm. the, you know, for, for younger kids and, and uh, you know, older kids that were younger when it came out, here's High School Musical. We have something with Jeff Goldblum, for God's sakes, that was in the first six weeks. So they had new content that was immediately there and they did the smart thing. Break it up into weeks because you're like, ah, one-week trial ain't going to help you. Right. It's not going to get you past the first week. The one-week trial was to watch the land of Mandalorian and you go, oh, wow, this is the Star Wars I want. Not that wimpy Luke Skywalker who runs away to the other side of the galaxy. I'll sign up for this. Dave Filoni is my hero and I want to have sex with him. I got Disney+. Plus. Uh, I don't – the HBO Max, this whole thing, just like everything that Warner's ever rolled out for this crap. Yep. DC Universe seems such a terrible release. Like we don't have the Batman animated series at launch. How? We don't have all the DC films. How? We we said that when they launched the DC Batman Universe. Film. How? How do you not have all this stuff? It's like you know CBS All Access not having any of the Star Trek films because they're all released by Paramount. That's all a rights issue. Yeah. But here it's like you're the same company. Time Warner owns DC. DC makes product for Time Warner. All of your DC movies were all released through Warner Brothers. How is that not on DC Universe? But we've got, we, we have Young Justice Season 3, 2, whatever. I don't know. You don't even remember the first two. You have Titans. And I've seen almost no one talk about Titans was their big thing. And they're like, check this out. It's the Deadpool of the DC Universe. Robin says the F word. Yeah. And even then, the, the worst thing they ever did was release those production stills beforehand. The back to the, the behind the scenes stills because nobody likes them. 
Nobody likes Starfire. Starfire was looked terrible. Yep, Starfire. They at least toned her down a little bit, and she didn't look so much like a prostitute in season two. Um, I have no interest in that show. Speaking of of um, Dave Filoni, there a minute ago, yeah, Star Wars writer Gary Whitta really wants to get Danny Trejo in the Mandalorian because you know he's the only one that's not going to be in season two, apparently. No, he plays um, uh, he plays uh, Admiral Ackbar. <laughs> it's a trap, man. Come at my donut. That would be funny. <laughs> now that would be funny having Danny Trejo being Admiral Ackbar. Bar. Yep. <laughs> um, I could. Did you, watch, did you watch the actors one of Journey for the Mandalorian? Not yet. Ah. Uh, Yep. I was gonna say it would actually be, be it would relate to uh, Danny Trejo playing an alien. See, I wouldn't want him as an alien. I just put him as a scruffy old, you know. Well, that's that's the hunter. story. I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin part of the beginning of it. So the the character that um, Carl Weathers was supposed to play was going to be an alien with a bunch of prosthetics, and mm-hmm. you know, and they they got him in to to talk to him. Said they wanted to hire him for this role, and they said we're gonna put you in prosthetics. And Carl Weathers is like, sure. But as he says in the thing, he knew that they would eventually not do that because in paraphrasing is like, I'm freaking Carl Weathers. Like, they're not going to hide my face. Come on. Right. You can't hide this. And sure and enough, was, after uh... the, first, the first screen test, they were like, nope, we just just use him as a human. Well, that's what John Favreau was saying. He's like, he, they were yeah. going to do it. But then they decided you can't cover up Carl Weathers face. And yeah. It's like we crazy. hired Carl Weathers to do this. He's, he's got a name in these circles. Because yeah. of Rocky, because of Predator, because of Action Jackson, you know, whatever. Like, we're not going to cover him up. And that's the thing, my joke of the intro playing Admiral Ackbar. Yes, if you're going to hire Danny Trejo, make him make him a human or near human. You know, you, you want to know he's Danny Trejo. It's I like, what's understand. his name that was the, uh, the commander of that ship during the uh, prison heist? You know, who played, um, he played, it, he played, um, the detective in um, Batman, the Keaton one. Uh, crap, what's his name? Oh, yes, I know who you're talking about. No, the more thing from that was Bill Burr. Bill Burr, too, yes. Was using Bill Burr, because when they first hired him, I'm like, what the hell are you hiring Bill Burr for? And I thought it was going to be, you know, at the time when he said he's, he's going to be in Star Wars, he's going to be a, you know, some alien in the background. It's Daniel Craig in the Stormtrooper outfit. You know, it's just something kind of a lark. Yeah. But they've used him as Bill Burr. He's sarcastic. He's got an edge. You know, those sort of things. It's like if Bill Burr was a gangster, he would probably be this guy. Yes, the, <laughs> the, 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 the client for that or whatever, or the guy who ran the job, is known in some of those circles. Because wasn't he on, like, Sons of Anarchy 2 or something like that? Yeah. He was I in something so, else, yeah. too. That he's kind of known in those circles. Yeah, that made total sense. Um, even getting um, Moff Gideon, uh, getting uh, Giancarlo Esposito to do him. He plays that role really well because he has that presence, but it's also you wanted him because he's got you know people are like oh it's, it's that guy it's that guy from the thing and he was really good in that whatever so yes mm-hmm. it's just a weird story to me it's like out of everything Star Wars related all of a sudden the big story is Gary Widow wants to use Danny Trejo <laughs> like what does that mean I don't I don't understand that at all well we you I know even with uh, with Rosaria Dawson as as uh, 
Ahsoka, you know, you're still covering up most of her face and her but look. Was, the Rosario Dawson thing is different because it was a fan thing of a specific actress to play a specific character. Right. That's my. That was everyone like if they. I want Ahsoka in live action because that's the only way Ahsoka's ever going to matter, and I want to play by Rosario Dawson. This is a writer of Star Wars going, hey, let's create a role for Danny Trejo. That's yeah. weird to me. I mean, sure, go yeah. for it. It's, it's not going to mean anything one way or the other. But... Mark Boone Jr. is the uh, actor. He played uh, Razar uh, Malk. Yeah. Playing like poker? or oh, Is that billiards? And he's playing, oh, uh, playing? craps. Well, he's playing craps. craps. That's probably a good way to learn craps. Yeah, he was he was he was in uh, Batman Begins. It wasn't the original. It wasn't the Keaton Batman. Yeah, he was. He's the he's the um, uh, Bullock. He's the crooked. He's the crooked one. Is he Bullock in it? Is he actually named as Bullock? I thought he was just a crooked cop. Uh, uh no, Flass. He's he's yeah. listed as Flass in it. Yeah, it's a different. I was going to say I thought the Bullock character they first introduced in the animated series. They did, but Batman yeah. Begins was after that. But yes, it was. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be Bullock because that's why everyone's like, "Oh, Bullock was always on the take." I'm like, you never watched the animated series, right? Mm-hmm. Bullock was created in the animated series, and he's a, he's a good cop. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I never, I didn't like the Gotham or whatever, whatever the name of that series was. Was it Gotham? Yeah, yeah. He played both sides of it. There, he he was a little bit crooked. Yeah, but, but... he was never. He was he was he was totally crooked in the first season. Uh, yeah, to a degree, yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> Freaking murders somebody and throws him off of a pier. He was totally crooked. Well, see, but he didn't actually die. He came back. At, you know, there was a... Yeah, he didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was the penguin. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Danny Trejo makes sense being in The Mandalorian to me, you know, to a degree. But... He plays a bounty or whatever for... A... That's the kind of thing where, yeah, if he plays a bounty hunter for a, an episode, you're kind of like, oh, cool, it's Danny Trejo. Oh, that's a great character because Danny Trejo plays him. But if it's, you know, if it is like, oh, you know who we should get to play, you know, Captain Pelion? Danny Trejo. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Unfortunately, Danny Trejo gets typecast. And so, he, I mean, even in this kind of Western feel of a show, he would still be something of like a gangster of some sort. He's going to be a Gamorrean. And he's mentioned that more than once that he's. Well, hey, if you can get, I mean, if you're, if you're lucky enough to be typecast and you continuously work and you, you make that typecast something where they go. Well, even he said the reason he did uh, spy kids or whatever, he said he was tired of being the the murderer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tired of being the. So no, he even he went through it where he's like, I'm kind of tired of being the gangster and the murderer or whatever. But if you yeah. can if you can get that world where they go, we want, you know, a Danny Trejo type, you know, character. Well, okay, let's just hire Danny well, Trejo. You You're going to continuously Trejo. work. Yeah. When you sure become the type that they right want. Yeah. And then they call. Wanna, him. He's like, I can't. I'm making donuts. We want a Thor type. We didn't actually want Thor. Exactly. Thor type, not actually Thor. And then we laughed and laughed, and they handed me a check for $8 million. <laughs> so, Quill. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have sex with women because of my enormously large penis. But guess what? I had sex with lots of women. So, <laughs> we know so that Quill was uh, working in servitude to the Empire in uh, sometime during the, the Galactic Civil War. 
But now there's speculation that he may have been on Bespin with the uh, one of the Ugnaughts that puts uh, Han Solo in carbonite. That's so racist. What, that all Ugnaughts look alike? Yep. Well, there's Ugnaughts in it, so it's got to be Quill. Well, then there is one that, <laughs> when you go look at it, they, there's a show a close-up, or a, a superimposed uh, close-up that... Uh, from behind Lando or something, and there is an Ugnaught there that looks a lot like the facial features of Quill. Look, Nick Nolte was looking for work in 1980 just like everybody else. So... <laughs> but it would make sense because the Empire takes over Bespin. Yes. So he would have worked for the Empire on Bespin. Correct. I mean, it's well, I that's just another little cool Easter egg, you know, that they, you could throw in there and it's, yeah, it, the great thing is, is people will talk about that for the next five years, just like Santa Claus soldier is actually Rex, and then they'll be like, ah, the hell with it, let's just do it. Right. And then fans go, see, we were right, everything in the Star Wars universe is connected. Well, it's the same thing with... Um, Finn uh, has to be Lando's kid, because he's one of only two black people in the entire <laughs> Star Wars universe. What's his name that's on the Death Star that was the commander in the Clone Wars that went to ISB? Um... In the uh, white. Uh, Willem. Willem? No. Is it Willem? No. Willem is Willem's Tarkin. Tarkin's first name. Wolof. It's Wolof no, Tarkin. Wolof is, is, is his first name. Uh, yeah, that guy. So they decided to make but that him. Was, but the thing with that is they went backwards with that. They took the character. That is true. Yeah, I guess it would be the same thing. Because if they if if John Farver watched Empire and went, hey, you know what? I'm going to use an Ugnaught in Mandalorian, and I'm going to make it that guy. So let's make it close, then sure. Because, yes, the way they did it is they used one of the characters that was, you know, in, in half a second, who has no speaking lines in uh, A New Hope. And then I think it was in the original EU. Didn't they make him into the ISB guy? Yes. There, and they just, re- they just ran with that in the canon. Was that anyone who was in white was either in the, you know, either in ISB or in the uh, engineering division, apparently. Um and yes, he's been used quite. He's been used in a couple of different places. He's in. Um, gosh darn it! What did I read recently that he's in? Is he in the? Is he in the Leia book? The the YA book? Uh, he's in one of the books. Because I know Tarkin's in it too, but I think he's in it too, at some point. Because he comes to talk to her, or something like that. And they think she's in trouble, but yeah. So yes, he's become a, one of those background name characters that they kind of. Valorum. A picture of what is it? It's Valorum. It's Wolof Wolof Valorum. Valorum. You no, you Lauren. You Lauren. Sorry. Yeah, you Lauren. Yes, you're you Lauren. And yes, he's the voice. He's he's on the the. He's one of the star the the star destroyer. Not star destroyer, but the, he's the he's the. the uh, he carries the five zero first. He's he's. Um, yeah, whatever that ship is, the becomes the destroyer. Yes. I can't remember. The Republic. What the hell do they call that thing? It's got the, the two. Oh, man. They use it in all the Clone Wars all the time. The Republic Assault Frigate or something? Or Assault Ship? Or I don't remember. It's an interesting design. Though. I like the uh, I like the hangers on top of the ship. Yeah. You know what we really need? And there's got to sure. be some sort of. Uh, some, you know, for all these petitions. Ah, that's what I forgot to do for the Snyder thing. Did you see that there is now a petition for 
uh, the what's his face's cut of, of Suicide Squad. Yes. David yes. Ayers. David Ayers. Yeah, David Ayers cut of Suicide Squad. Because now the, thing... the floodgates are open. We're going to do everything. I can't wait for the well, Raimi cut of Spider-Man 3 that features more dancing. The Resolute the was the... Really hey, the Resolute was the uh, was his ship. Yes, but I can't remember what the name of the ship was, the type of the ship. Anyway, um... So the Snyder thing has led to the Ayers thing, and then the joke is I want the Raimi cut of Spider-Man Venator 3, class. So I can get more... But the thing that we really need a petition for is to get Tartakovsky's Clone Wars on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I'm surprised more people haven't brought that up. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but, I mean, Sebastian made a good point on the thread was that, you know, this is going to open the floodgates for people to get out and go, look, you know, can, they did that. We want, the, we want the recut and the redone of... Uh, well, Sonic. Of Sonic That's and the, Last Sonic Jedi. The and... did it. Yeah, the Sonic one is one of the first ones. And it's where... The, the petition was right. You know, it's like, come on, guys. You can't. That thing is frightening. It's that's nightmare yeah. fuel. And you get something like that. And it was something that wasn't done. The difference with, with that is it's a film that wasn't released yet. It wasn't completely done. It made sense. Versus the Snyder Cut's like, look, it's been released. It made its money. It made less money than Suicide Squad. And Suicide Squad should be buried into a chasm and never seen again. <sighs> That's something, that's the press. Yes, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see them reshoot Last Jedi and then reshoot Rise of Skywalker, reshoot the eighth season of the uh, things. Game We're of already Thrones. in a society that we don't get any entertainment that's new already, and now we're forcing people to redo food films that we already have. I agree that the fans I mean, should someone, have I a voice. To go back but... and fix Incredible Hulk. Let's make Incredible Hulk with, with, with Mark Ruffalo. And I'm not against that. Let's remake Iron Man with, with Don Cheadle. I'm not against that either. Go for it. Just give me, like, I want them to just digitally replace Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle in that film and just release that one. But, yes, it's just <laughs> it's it's annoying to kind of keep going and going and going and putting, um, bringing that stuff back. Look, we were talking fans should have a voice, but when the voice starts to change fans films that are already out. their wallet. Fans have a voice. It's called their wallets. Yeah. That's the big thing. If you don't, I didn't buy the Blu-ray for Return of the Jedi because I can't stand the new, it's stupid. It's terrible. It's the worst. I never want to see it. I never bought it. I never bought it. You just hit I mute right then. The, I never watched the New Hope with the malarkey. Shoots at him malarkey. like six times. Yeah, he yells malarkey and then like Han Solo gets up like I'm done with this conversation. And as he's walking out, Greedo tries to shoot him in the back 14 times. And then when Han turns around, his gun accidentally goes off while it's still in the holster, and it hits a mirror that's on the ground and then hits Greedo in the stomach, and that's how he kills him. And then Han throws his shoulders up like, oh, my God, guys, I'm so sorry. Oops, I've never that killed was an accident. before in my life. <laughs> oh, that's the next one. That's the next cut. Because even though Han Solo shoots Beckett in cold blood, now they want to change. He can't be a bad guy. He can't do something untoward when he's in that film. Like, you know, letting every right. single rebel pilot except for Luke and Wedge die before he shows up. <laughs> hey, kid, everyone else is dead. Go for it. Well, oh, no, the there, there's a Y-wing pilot left. Well, that was going to be the next part of the joke. They start flying out like, where the hell are you? Oh, you, you might go to the Death Star. I was... Wait, I wait. We were supposed to be on the Southern Hemisphere? Oh, My, wow. I couldn't start the, I couldn't start the, the Starfighter, man. I was stuck in that hangar. 
I'm reinforcements, bro. I got here just before, just after the. You're bounce. carrying the bombs. The I want to see. I want to see like him just come out of hyperspace or whatever, come out just as it starts to blow up. Like, oh man, I'm too late. Nope. You know it's going to be retcon. That's going to be Zori. Like no, the, they like can't be Zori. The there's there's going to be something in the hangar. You're just like, Bill, Bill. Yeah, what's up? You're supposed to go. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to go. Oh crap! Oh crap! <laughs> I was taking a shit. R two unit. That's not R two. Get up there. Get, let's get me going. I'm gonna go blow up the Death Star. <sighs> Takes off. See the guy with the radar gun again. Like, well, he's traveling pretty fast. And he gets out there. Like, I'm gonna be the one that saves him. Hold on, guys. You see the Falcon go right past him in front of him. Oh, come on. Get off there, kid. Let's blow this thing and go home. And they just fly. Him. Oh, I missed everything. And he gets in and. He's just in the corner while everybody else has that hero's welcome. And he's just like, gosh darn it. That could have been me if I went there. And then someone comes and says, all the Y-Wings got killed. Like, Vader shot them all down. Because they suck. Said, you know what? I'm getting out of the Y-Wing. But it's the backbone of the Resistance. Or the re- the it was yeah, the, the backbone of the Republic. Disney got to you too, bro. <laughs> Disney got to you. You can't even call them the Galactic Empire or the Rebel, uh, the Rebel Alliance. You got to call it the First Order and the Resistance. <laughs> <sighs> Kathleen Kennedy bought you off. So Quill, Kennedy and Danny what's DeVito. your thought on Quill? Danny DeVito. Yeah, it, uh, he's paid rich to try and say Danny DeVito in every show. <laughs> Wants to keep everything relevant since. Damn it! I want uh, my twins too. Twins too? Can you imagine them doing that movie now? <laughs> It'd be their great grandkids. <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, th- actually, I think there's one in development. It's uh, Melissa McCarthy and Gal Gadot. Yeah. Is it? They're, yeah, they're twins. Yeah, they're I'm they're sure. they're redoing it. Yeah. Or reimagining. The result it. is uncanny. It should no, I mean, it would be it would be funny to have Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito come back, especially as how old they are, both are. Wasn't now. it uh, wasn't it supposed to be like Eddie Murphy and somebody? Yes. Didn't that didn't that already get canceled? Yes. Yeah. Did it? Yep. Like I knew I, in back of my head as I was making the joke, I'm like, I'm pretty sure they were redoing this, but I knew it wasn't women, and I'm trying to think like who's the two I could come with that couldn't look. <laughs> Any, anything similar. It's like, let's do Miss Melissa McCarthy and Gail Godot. Yeah. I watched uh, YouTube is like, YouTube is like a, a death pit of just going into it and just watching whatever the next video is. And because yeah. I watch some of this stuff on SNL, that's all it ever gives me. And so I was watching the, uh, the SNL skit of Gail Godot where she's dating, uh, or she goes on a date with Keenan Thompson. And Keenan yeah. Thompson is playing OJ. And <laughs> you find out about it like a <laughs> <laughs> a tenth of the way into the skit. So I started watching a lot of those. I forgot about the E one where she plays Kendall Jenner who gets lost in her own house. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Like, she's trying to find the bathroom and she keeps finding the closet. And then Kate McKinnon is playing um, one of the Hadid twins. And she comes in and, and she finds like, oh, you found me. Yeah. Did you go to the bathroom in here? <laughs> so good. But the thing I noticed, like I watched all of you know, most of them. And there was one thing that, like, strung them all together, and it's, like, she's really pretty. Oh, I haven't noticed. Oh, you didn't? You should try it no. again. You should go back and watch it. Maybe I'll check that really out again, see at, if yeah, I yeah. Just, just see why I missed SNL, that. Gail Godot, and just look, look, watch all the, the skits and just tell me, like, if you, you might notice it. She's, 
She's a fairly good-looking woman. Maybe I have to go through it like slow motion style or something. You know? in the, um, there's in actually the opening. a couple slow motion shots in it, so oh, yeah? it'll be okay. Yeah, the one where they're in the desert in the oasis, and he sees she has like a lemonade stand, and she's wearing like a. Um, they they did a, an interesting fashion choice. They put her in a really small shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was really it was right for the character. I and, think maybe because it was a small shirt, I missed it. So I'll oh, go that, back and yeah. check it. You're probably yeah. watching that and going, oh, you know what? In that fashion, in that outfit, you probably thought she didn't look good. But oh, I think yeah. if you were to look at it objectively. I just have to pay attention like, a little bit more. Yeah, I think if you looked at it objectively, you're like, you know what? It's not bad. So I just okay, realized okay. that I left the the in out in Snyder in the opening. The cider cut. Go to the old Bill Nye like get some cider. <laughs> the apple cider cut. So Ethan, happy birthday or delayed birthday? Ed, delayed birthday. Passed. It was yesterday. I'm getting old. Didn't you Doesn't have one more story? What was that? No, that was it. That was it, huh? Yeah. Wow, I think we actually talked about the stories at least a tenth of the time. We did, and it stayed under an yeah. hour. Or right yeah. at an hour. I didn't have I didn't have all my uh, tangents. random tangents. Yeah. So, anyways, the world's starting to open back up, and who knows? Maybe in a week or two, we'll be back together. Probably not. Something else will freak <laughs> at out. At that time, the world will go. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Do you That's see a... how many new cases are in Ventura County on Wednesday and Thursday? Yeah. That's I'd when the zombies actually celebrate dead come fruits. Out. Yeah. Soldiers yeah. who are dead mean I get to go barbecue. Woo! Bring my friends over. Yeah. And especially since, uh, I guess, yeah, Ventura County is not requiring people to wear face masks anymore. Ventura County, that's oh. not anymore. Ventura County has never required people to wear face masks because the health director of Ventura County thinks that the face mask data is is suspect. But mm-hmm. you weren't allowed to buy anything that was non-essential. So it meant that... In Target, you yeah. could, you could walk in and they had uh, the clothes and yeah, everything else roped off. roped off. But the other thing is, all everyone who's like, well, Ventura <laughs> County says I don't have to, so that means businesses can't ask me, and that's mm-hmm. BS because a business is a private business. So all the businesses said you have to wear a mask in order to go in. Yep, Kohl's uh, is opening up on Friday, and they're not allowed to ask people to wear masks. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. And the, tar- uh, the Target specifically doesn't have one, but almost every grocery store does. It's also because they have open food there, too. That's one of the things. But so does Target. Yep. Like, I don't need somebody breathing over my apples, you know? And they need mm-hmm. sne- sneeze guards on everything. Sneeze guards don't do anything. Uh, you missed that episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> sneeze guards? What are that for? <laughs> Just like a little <laughs> snot on it. Speaking of which, The Simpsons will be mm-hmm. on Disney Plus in the correct format. It better be. Starting next week, it's taking them, it's taking them on the seven 28th, months to I think. do that. Was it the twenty eighth? I think they that said that would be Friday, Saturday. There you go. Thursday. We'll no, go back not. and watch. No, twenty eighth is not. Today's the twenty fifth. I said Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, eventually, that's Saturday, <laughs> Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, <laughs> Monday, Sunday. Nailed it. One of I said it. Correct. I said it once somewhere. Somewhere so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Russ on Twitter at Nerdables sure Show and on Danny Instagram as Nerdables. What? Make sure what? you see Danny DeVito and whatever his next project is. 
We got to get that plug in there. Yeah. We're gonna make we're gonna make Danny DeVito pl- uh, pay us. <laughs> Hashtag Danny DeVito us. pays us. Sue us for using his name. Hashtag Danny DeVito nah, he doesn't pays us. Like that kind of guy. <laughs> he's got to he's got to sell those cars. He's got to sell the, all the Pal automobiles. Pal, pal, pal makes a powerful car. See, I can ring it around to the Simpsons again. <laughs> what is he gonna be in? I think he's still doing uh, Always Sunny. I thought Always like Sunny ended, ended like two years ago. Did it? I always see. Oh, he was just in Jumanji. The next level. Was it? Really? Did he play The Rock? Yes. That would be, I guess, if you did a modern version of Twins, would you the do rock The and Kevin Rock Hart? and Kevin Hart? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I guarantee you there's, there'll be people out there wanting to see that movie. That's exactly who you do. Yep. So does this mean Kevin Hart has to be in the next Fast and Furious movie? Because Kevin, Kevin, or Kevin Hart. Kevin, no, it's Kevin. only comedies that they're in together. Okay. So does that mean in the next Fast and Furious movie, Kevin Hart's in it because <laughs> The Rock's in it? Because uh, I don't know, that, that heckler and Hyde Job Cobbs or whatever... What? Last summer, that that looked like a Heckler comedy. and Hob Chops? Yeah, the Jekyll and Hyde one. Oh. The man bro one, the, the <laughs> one where he and Jason Statham have sex. Ain't it Hobbs uh, and Cobbs or something? One. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. He should be in that because The Rock can't do a movie without Kevin Hart anymore. Rock can do all the movies he wants without Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, all right, so... I don't think... I don't think Kevin Hart can do a movie without The Rock anymore. Well, you know, Conan said that if you take four Kevin Harts, that's how far distancing you should keep from the other person next to you. Damn. I love when he makes fun of me. <laughs> okay, so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. We are? Yes. Were we supposed to wrap up like five minutes ago? Well, I tried to. Probably. And then you found out Danny DeVito was in Jumanji the next level. Yeah, I know. So anyways, make sure you check us out next week. I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week's Nerdables. Next week (laughs) or this week or whenever. One of these weeks we'll talk to you guys. Next week on this week's Nerdables. (laughs) Stay safe. Previously on Nerdables.